title of the message is Marine Spirit Spouse Activation Activated by Dreams. Marine Spirit Spouse Operated by Dreams. And I will be talking about getting into the area of what we call dream memories of incest from your youth. That's dream memories of incest from your youth. And I want you all to follow along with me as I take you into this teaching, praise God. And I trust that the Lord will bless you real good, that God will give you powerful insight on this God-anointed message that I will be dealing with today on the podcast. Now, I do want to share this with you guys. I have been before the Lord asking the Father, amen, to show me how to use weapons against these spirit spouses or demonic attacks that causes molestation and rape. Now, I will say this. I wrote a book years ago, and I'm going to bring that book up on the screen, matter of fact, to some of you. I wrote a book years ago, amen, and that, that the book that I wrote was actually dealing with how to recognize, amen, uh, when you're dealing with uh, rape and incest in the family line, how you're dealing with spirits of rape and incest in the family line. Let me see if I can't pull that up. Praise be to God. Amen. Glory to God. Well, anyway, let me go ahead and say this. You can get that book on uh, on our website at pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. And, it's calling, and the title of the book is Breaking the Chains of Rape and Incest. Now, I am going to share with you guys, as before I get ready to jump on scripture, uh, you know, when you're doing spiritual warfare, sometimes the, the Lord will show you things that and get you to understand how the enemy operates. Now, there are spirits that will call themselves spirit spouse or what I call predatory demons. That's strongholds where, you, where predatory spirits have gotten in the family line causing incest or this types of sin. Now, when I went before the Lord, and I am going to show you the scripture of how these things operate. Amen. Now, you will find us right here in the book of Romans, chapter 8, uh, verse 7. That's Romans 8, 7. It says, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. These spirits will send impressions of energy into your mind. They will send impressions of images through your thoughts. Through your thoughts, they will send these to attack and cause you spiritual attacks in the sleep. Now, by the way, to some of you out there, if you're having dreams that take you back to past sins, past rape, things that you've been into, it is a demonic harassment. It is not you. Now, here goes the thing. When I was asking the Lord in this study so that I could get many of us and delivered, the Lord began to show me some things about how these spirits operated. Yesterday, I was praying with a young lady, and this very method that God showed me brought her powerful deliverance. Now, to some of you that are in deliverance, this may be a simple method, but let me tell you what happened. Uh, I was asking the Lord, and I'm going to get back to the young lady. Just bear with me. I was asking the Lord, I said, Heavenly Father, I want you to show me how sometimes these spirits, then they're calling them spirit spouse, and I don't believe that every one of them is a spirit spouse. But I would get people who are being attacked in their sleep, and they, would, uh, and they were wondering, listen, number one, Father, I am saved. Now, here goes what would happen. I'm going to set the pattern. Now, I'm not going to be on this podcast long, 
but I'm going to get some of you some help. Matter of fact, Heavenly Father, as I do this teaching, as I do this short message, I ask your Holy Spirit to help someone embrace this word so that they can affront, make a frontal attack against spirits that attack in the sleep realm, trying to have sex with them or having sex with, sex with them because of an open door of incest or perversion in the family line. This is not a marine marriage. They have not done a ritual, neither has someone sent a spell at them. Uh, this here is a thing that operates in a family line when they have a track record and an open door of incest, perversion, and sexual bondage in a bloodline. Now, this person, Lord God, has repented of their sins, asked you to forgive them, and Father God, I ask in Jesus' name that you show them how to break free from these spiritual attacks in Jesus' name. All right, let me slow it down and get right to the point. I was asking the Father, how come I'm getting people who think they have a spirit spouse? And you showed me that it is not a spirit spouse. And as I begin to counsel with them, I begin to find out that these manifestations that they're dealing with are strongholds of lust and perversion that has attacked them in the realm of the memory. Now, let me say something to you all. There are teachings out there that say, if you have a dream of something having sex with you, then you are the one in the dream you're committing the sin in the dream, and you, you have to fast and repent. That is not biblical. That is not taught anywhere in Scripture. Now, let me tell you what I have found in Scripture. I found in Scripture in the book of Isaiah, it talks about how that a person can dream a dream, be hungry when they fall asleep, and dream that they're eating because the soul has appetite. Now, that verse is mainly, when I use it in the example of dream warfare, that is not even demonic. So have you ever had a problem on the job or something, and or you've been so overwhelmed that the dream bothered you uh, because you're worried and concerned? I will never forget this, soldiers. Evelyn did all the driving for years, and I mean she covered thousands and thousands of miles carrying us across the country to do the gospel. One night after we had drove maybe 14, 15 hours to get to the, across the state, Evelyn goes to bed in the hotel room. All of a sudden, Evelyn is moving in the bed as if she's driving. Evelyn is turning her hands back and forth as if she's driving. When I, when I turn her over and wake her up, I said, hey, hey, I thought she was having a, a demonic attack or something. I wake her up and I say, hey, hey, wake up, girl. What's going on? In the name of Jesus, what's going on? Evelyn says, wow. She said, honey, <laughs> I have drove so much that in my sleep I was dreaming and I was still acting as if I was driving. And she said, my God, she said, I am so tired. Now, that was not a demonic attack. Now, to those that interpret dreams, this was not something that needed interpretation of the dream of her driving like that. She had emotionally gotten to the point where she was driving so much until she was even driving in her sleep. That is one hit. In the book of Job, chapter 4, I think it is, Eliphaz, one of Job's friends, now listen at this, he thought within his mind that Job was guilty of the, of the things that caused him to be attacked. 
he blamed Job for the spiritual attacks and uh, that the enemy came against Job with. And all of a sudden, a spirit came in him at the night, and this, and this spirit deceived him. His hair, hair stood up on his arm. I mean, this is in Job chapter 4. He had manifestations of a vision, and a spirit went past him. All of these manifestations he was having was, in, was not a spirit spouse, but it was a demonic stronghold that came in through the deception in his mind. So these spirits can and will come at your carnal mind. That is the open gateway. Now, I'm going to say this to you. You can pray and sometimes slow them down and may be able to stop them to a degree. But do not let these spirits trick you. Listen. Listen at me right now. This is of the utmost importance. Do not let those demons trick you into thinking that they are in control. And when you have that dream, that means the cross has not freed you. The blood of Jesus have not cleansed you and that they are still in control. Because if they can get you to believe images that they put up, then they will use those images to bring down your shield of faith and control you. Yes, I'm saying it. I am saying be very careful when you have demonic dreams and you taking ownership of them as if the work of the cross, the forgiveness of your sins, and the word of God's promises has you in a place where it does not protect or keep you, as you understand me. Now, let me say this. Yes, the Holy Spirit can reveal and uncover through a dream a demonic attack or intention. Absolutely. 100% the Holy Spirit can do this. But there are demonic strongholds that, that will attack us, come at us, and when they do, you wake up when you have to. Sometimes you may be able to fight them in your dream. It may seem like the Holy Spirit in your dream has you battling. And then there are other times that you wake up and go, oh, good Lord, what was that dream? That was horrible. When you wake up, you take authority over it, and you don't freak out. Oh, my God, the demons got me. Oh, my God, I'll never be free till I stop, till I stop having problems and dreams. You wake up. You pull down the lie that is going, let it know who you are in the spirit. Let it know who you are in the word of God. What do I mean by let it know who you are in the spirit? Because I need to slow this down. Because I'm talking to people as if everybody is on the same level scripturally. When we say let it know what, who you are in the spirit, listen, guess what? The thing I'm going to share with you and how God revealed how these demons operated was a sin that had happened to me when I was a child, in the young years, it was a, a demonic stronghold of lust and perversion that happened to me when I was a child. Now, look, I, was, I am now blood washed. I am forgiven. My God, I am not uh, 12 and 13 years old. I'm right now in the 60s. I am 60-some years old right now. But when the Lord was showing me how these spirits attack through memories, through activating them, to harass you, to attack you, and sometimes to even try to, try to sexually come at you, the Lord showed me how sometimes these doors seem like they're open through something you've done, and I'm going to show you how the enemy can use them. Now listen at this. So anyway, I, I think I've kind of shared 
how they got memories, can, dreams can get into memories that are not demonic. Dreams can be demonic harassment that are sent by demons. And you wake up and you take authority and you pull them down, command them to go break their power. And also the Holy Spirit can allow a dream to take place to give you insight and wisdom. Now let me slow down and tell you something that happened. I was asking the Holy Spirit to show me how uh, these spirits are attacking some of my clients. Because I would have people calling me, and we would do deliverance and counseling sessions, and they were having spiritual attacks, and they said, well, I've got a spirit spouse. Well, I began to examine it, and it was not a spirit spouse. It was a demonic predatory spirit that had gained access through rape, molestation in the family line. Now, let me tell you my story. So I'm asking the Holy Spirit. I said, Father, you're trying to tell me something to go on the podcast for deliverance in the dream realm with these sexual attacks. So I go to bed that night. Now, I'm sleeping, minding my own business. I mean, I, I, I look, let me say this to y'all straight up. I don't look at pornography. I don't even let my eyes even look at a woman. Not thinking about you, to be honest with you. Amen. The only woman I'm thinking about is my wife, Evelyn Hopkins. Are oh, y'all hearing me? All right, so I ain't got none of that going on. I ain't got no pornography going on. I am living right as best as I humanly can. I am not operating in sin. I'm not operating in witchcraft. I'm not operating in adultery. I am living a clean, godly life. So I go to bed. Now, the Lord is trying to show me a, a, a different way that these spirits have been operating to use in my deliverance work. So that night as I am sleeping, all of a sudden I have this dream. And I mean, I'm deep in this dream. All of a sudden, this demon reenacted verbatim an act that took place when I was around 12 or 13 years old. This demonic spirit, I, I may get the age uh, difference, but anyway, this demonic spirit, it was me and another kid, a female kid, what, that was messing around. This demon duplicated the act to the letter. I was livid. I woke up. I was livid. And then listen, and as I was getting ready to work out, wake up, this demon said, I haven't been able to manifest this in a long time. I woke up, I was mad. I said, Father, in the name of Jesus, now how in the world did that thing attack me like that? I said, I am not doing anything, Father. I mean, I was livid. Now I'm telling y'all, this raw, straight up deliverance attack that came at me. So I got up and sat on the edge of the bed and I said, Father, I'm not doing nothing. I'm not doing nothing pornography. I'm not doing nothing lustful. I'm not bothering nobody. How in the name of Jesus did that thing attack me? And the Holy Spirit said, that demonic attack, I was trying to show you how that spirit, these spirits attack some people through their memory. And I was going like, okay, yeah, I've got the memory of it and I've repented of it. I've asked you to forgive me of the sin. So what are you saying, Father? And the Holy Spirit, I want y'all to hold your horses and listen at me. The Holy Spirit began to show me how I still walk in shame because of it, that, of it happening. Now listen, ha, listen at this. Are y'all hearing me? That demon 
actually attacked that area of shame, of, of guilt, of I can't believe this ever happened. I don't know how I, as a young teenager, as a young adolescent, I don't know how I could allow such a thing happen. It was something that was embarrassing. Matter of fact, it's powerful for me to even share this with y'all. But I'm going to share it because guess what? At my age and at my time in life, I have nothing to lose. Nothing at all to lose but bring as much freedom and truth to people so that they can get delivered. Guys, I never mentioned much, even to Evelyn, that that happened to me as a young child in, in the family line. Are y'all hearing me? But when that happened to me and what have you, it brought back, I said, Father, what was the gateway? Because the Bible says in Proverbs 26 and 2, the curse causeless shall not come. Now, the Bible also said in the book of Numbers 23, he said, I have not beheld iniquity in Jacob, neither have I seen perverseness in Israel. The shout of a king is among him, and, he, and he's God knows him. So I know I, in all my mind, I'm going like, I'm living this, y'all. I'm living the word. The shout of a king is in me. I'm a straight-up warrior. But in the area of that perverted thing that happened in my early, early teens, I still carried shame. There were times in my mind when I would carry someone through deliverance that had gone through the same thing, incest in the family line, perversion in the family line. God would deliver them, and I would think, man, that really, that really done damage to the families. Imagine, look what I did. And the enemy, oh, y'all hearing me? And the enemy would attack, would attack me mentally. And I would say, well, Lord, I thank you that I'm forgiven. Now, here goes the key. I'm going to say this to some of you. I'm coming this raw. I'm coming this transparent. Some of you that are listening at me, listen to me. Those demonic sexual attacks that come at you because of rape or molestation or incest, they are coming at you not because you are forgiven. They know you are forgiven. They know you have been washed by the blood of the Lamb. They know that you are a new creature, 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. If any man or woman be in Christ, they are a new creature. They know you are a new creature. Then I'm going to tell you how they're getting in. They're getting in through you, not forgiving yourself. I said it. I had been long forgiven. That was so far back in, in, in the day that it was unbelievable. But all through my life, as I grew up, I felt shame. And I said, I can't forgive myself for that happening. I can't. Now, there are some of you that are listening to me. Now, a, a critic and a cynical ain't going to get this no way. You're not going to get this anyhow. Because you think you've already arrived and you're all good and praise God you don't have a problem. You're not going to get this. But I'm going to say this to somebody out there. I'm coming this transparent on this YouTube, on this podcast to say to you that there are some of you out there. You are of an older age. You have done acts in your teenage years. You have done acts in your childhood years that were perverted, that were incest, that were lust. God has forgiven your sins but you have not yet forgiven yourself. This demonic attack was attacking me through shame and unforgiveness of myself. Are you hearing me? I sat down on the edge of that bed and I said, Father, I said, that's it. I said, okay, 
And I prayed this prayer. I said, Father, I am so ashamed of that act at my, yeah, at my early teen years. I ask you, Father God, to help me to forgive myself. Help me to loose myself from the guilt that you were ready to take away from me at the cross. For Father God, Christ Jesus died to take those sins, to take those guilt, to take it away. But I just won't allow that grace, accept that that grace have cleansed me and released me. And when I prayed that, I could feel an area of my mind, an area of my soul get released. Well, that night, I shared it with Evelyn. That night when I was getting ready to go to bed, my wife comes over on my side of the bed. She says, give me your hand. And I'm laughing at Evelyn because I usually play with her. We laugh and joke a lot. I said, what you want with my hand, girl? She said, give me your hand. And I, took, I gave my wife my hand, and she said, in the name of Jesus, my husband has been redeemed from that sin of his youth. She said, I command every demon that has attacked my husband like that and dared to come up against him sexually in the dream realm, I break your power. I command his emotions to be healed. I command the activity of guilt and shame to loose my husband now. And you will sleep and it's done. You will not be attacking him anymore in Jesus' name. I looked at her and I said, you go, girl. You bad. I said, you go, girl. I have been sleeping like a baby. I've had no manifestations whatsoever. In my memory, in the memory part of my mind, it is delivered by God. Now, when I think about that situation, I don't think about it with guilt and shame. I think about it with redeemed and blood washed. I think about it with I've overcome and more than a conqueror. Now, somebody out here has to understand this. So, just before I go, let me tell you what happened. I get, I, I get a call during one of my deliverance and counseling sessions yesterday. I don't mind sharing this with you. I was praying for a wonderful woman of God from Kenya. She had been attacked by what she thought was purely marine spirits that were attacking her. As I was praying with her, and we, I, I, I usually tell people when I'm praying for them, I claim the scripture in the book of Psalms 144, verse 7. 144, verse 7 says, send down thine hand from above and rid me of the many waters and from the, uh, from the strange children. So we ask the Father to break any, because we also use 2 Corinthians 11 and 1, that, you, that we have been espoused to one husband, that we may present it a chaste virgin unto Christ. So we command a spiritual divorce against any marine marriage or spirit spouse in Jesus' name because you are the bride of Christ. This demon is lying, trying to hold on, and you don't accept it. I hope somebody hear this, but wait what happened here. Hold on what happened here. Towards the end, as I was praying for her, the Holy Spirit said, she has been molested. She's not telling you. She said, and he said, talk to her and then go at it. I said, baby girl, I just got a word of knowledge. I said, let's see if this is God. By the way, to y'all, I'm not one of these arrogant people who think every time I hear a voice in my skull, it's always God, and, that's, and that's, I'm perfect at that. No, I like to try to see whether it is the Lord. Just, just a measure of humility. That can be a big help in deliverance. Let me move on from there.
I said to her, I said, baby girl, I said, the Holy Spirit is speaking to me about a, a stronghold that happened in your life where you were molested. And she said, a family member did it. And I said, she, I said, and she says, and I have dreams sometimes of even seeing them. And she said, not only did a family member, but others had raped me. I said, really? And her thoughts were, I don't know how I could have allowed that. Now, anyone that has ever dealt with people that have gone through rape and molestation, the victim seems to always blame themselves for the act of the predator. So just like I was doing the same thing in my mind, she was experiencing the same thing in hers. The enemy had come through the corner mind and was leaving condemnation. And Romans 8 and 1 declares that, that there is now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. So if you find yourself after repentance still feeling deep, deep measures of tormenting condemnation, that is not in Christ Jesus. That's where you must take authority over it. As I said, I'm being very, very transparent because I want to see other people get the breakthrough. As me and the young lady was from Kenya were praying, I said to her, I want you to try this with me. I said, I believe the Lord has shown me something that could help many of y'all that I counsel and minister to, and that can help other people who listen to these types of teaching. I got her to ask the Father to help her to forgive herself. I said, you're trying and it's hard of your own strength. You know that the Lord has forgiven your sins, but you can't forgive your shame. You can't forgive something that was your secret. All of y'all, you don't need to plan me out there. Every single human being at the sound of my voice, all of us have secret shame that's too embarrassing to tell anybody. Yeah, that one. That can be the avenue. That can be the stronghold that the enemy uses to torment you. I came so transparent this morning for your and my, our deliverance so that you can get the breakthrough by asking the Father to help you to forgive yourself from the shame, the secret shame, the secrets. There are things that have happened to you that you're married and you couldn't even tell your husband. Things that have happened to you that, that, that you, you don't know what to do because you're carrying it. You've given your life to Christ. Your sins are forgiven. But the enemy attacks the corner mind. The enemy attacks the heart. The enemy attacks the emotion, repeating over and over. No matter how blessed you have, no matter how blessed you are, he torments you and brings you back to that place. That's what I'm talking about. My God, y'all, when that young lady prayed that prayer with me for herself, guess what happened? We then commanded the demons that were harassing her and tormenting her. To come out. Now, I want to say this to you. Here goes, and y'all know me. I always teach, not always the case. But here goes the method that, that we, me and this young lady used. I, when I got her to ask the Father to help her to forgive herself. The shame, the embarrassment, the secret. Yes, the secret. The thing that she carries on the inside about a sexual attack or a sexual act that she participated in. Although now she's saved, living right, and doing nothing wrong, these spirits attacked her. When I got her to ask the Father to help her to forgive herself, 
to release herself from the guilt, from the shame, guess what happened? And then we turned around and we said, in the name of Jesus, I command those demons to come out now. And she went through powerful deliverance. She was coughing up spirits. She was throwing up stuff. Now, you, you, you that are in deliverance know what I'm talking about. Amen. She started getting amazing deliverance and amazing breakthrough. It was like a ton of weight lifted off of her. Now, are y'all hearing me? When I asked the Father to show me what is an avenue that is happening with some of the people I am counseling that think they got a spirit spouse, that think that they've got a marine spirit and reality. Now, can a marine spirit do and operate through the memory this way? Absolutely can. It can happen. But also predatory and rape and molestation and shame of lustful, perverted acts that you practiced on someone else. And I'll give you all another. Even acts that you practice on yourself that you are so ashamed of that you can't forgive yourself. Ask the Father. You don't have to publicize it. You don't have to tell everybody. But ask the Father to break that, loose you from the guilt, loose you. Because listen to me. Whenever you have a hard time accepting and receiving the forgiveness of God through the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ that is a sign that you have been seized in the emotion bound by spirits that are trying to keep you in that memory area of unforgiveness, of self-hatred. And I ask the Father to lose you. Now, my friends, this is Apostle Hopkins. It has been a pleasure talking to you guys and sharing this message. Amen. It has been a pleasure. Amen. Glory to God. Taking the time to speak and minister to you guys. If this message have blessed you, if, uh, first of all, let me, before I close out like this, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every individual that have been harassed and tormented by spirits like this. I ask your Holy Spirit to loose them and set them free. Lord God, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that those strongholds, that the memory is coming to attack. They enter in back and forth in the dream realm. They have been harassing you. I call you out and command you to go. If someone is driving in a car, if someone is in a position wherein if they would manifest hardly or scream out loudly, it will cause a problem. I ask for the sweet calmness of the Holy Spirit. I ask the Holy Spirit to calmly pull them out. I, and God, I ask you in the name of Jesus, let there be no reckless manifestation. In Jesus' name, I call you out and I ask the father to heal those damaged emotions I ask the father to bring you to a place that as Paul said I'm able to forget those things that be behind and press toward the prize of the high calling in God I ask the Holy Spirit to heal those deep wounds of shame things that were done to you by others in the family things that are hidden I'm talking about the secrets I ask the father to heal these errors and mentally and emotionally set you free and Lord God as you are doing that healing to the mind, to the will, to the emotion, to the memory. I command and ask you, Father God, in Jesus' name, I command the demonic power that been seizing these areas and tormenting these areas. I command them to go to the pit of hell. I command in the name of Jesus, shut down their voice that been operating through guilt and condemnation and shame. Shut down their voice that have been operating 
through secrets uh, that torment. Uh, no longer, devil, will you hijack them. Uh, no longer will you cause manipulation and blackmail uh, in their emotion. Uh, and Lord God, whatever happened with a family member or if a family member has done you sexually, I ask the Spirit of God to save, deliver, and set free even them. Lord God, break break those strongholds in the bloodline and release these people and set them free. And Lord God, I want to thank you that you are renewing our mind. I'm learning every day, Heavenly Father, what the word of the Lord says that I am gloriously and wondrously made. Lord God, 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 declares that if any man or woman be in Christ, they are a new creature, a new creation. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. God, heal the psychological. Heal the emotional wounds. Heal the psychological bondage where they have been guilt and shame and unforgiveness and self-hatred and low self-esteem have been bringing these memories back to torment them. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. And amen. My dear friend, before I go, I will say it again. If these teachings have blessed you, we ask you, amen, if they bless you, we ask you to go to our cash app, amen, and sow a $5 donation. Some of you have even sown more. Our cash app is General Ivory Hopkins. That is our cash app, General Ivory Hopkins. And if these messages have blessed you, we ask you to sow a seed to bless Evelyn and I. We appreciate it. And guys, I'm going to tell you like I usually do, amen, I want you always to remember that God, he is always watching. Well, look, catch you later in another podcast, in another Facebook Live, and another YouTube. Bye-bye. God bless my dear friends.